We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Shaking <laughs> off the rust. Okay. <laughs> last, last time we had a break, it was about two weeks longer, so I can't even use that as an excuse. Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at you guys though. No one, no one got my joke. What joke? My bare naked ladies joke. Where was this at? You yeah, were what? talking about. You said it's Ben, and then you paused. Uh, I, I heard it. It's heard Ben. It. Yeah. <laughs> One week since you looked at me. Oh, I didn't hear that. Is that? Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, damn, yeah, I missed I it. I said it's Ben or something. Oh, uh, okay. It's Ben. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, it's like the two two of the most recognizable words for a song intro. Like everyone <laughs> yeah. knows that. Yeah, really. Great Hymium episode too. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, with uh what's what's her name? Uh Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Uh Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she plays um the pumpkin Slutty girl. Pumpkin. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Forgot that about that. Stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what i think about every time i hear that song it's just mm. like her going up on ted Bosby, like singing the song trying to like get him to not be into her because like they're both not feeling it yeah and he's just he's just going along with it too and it's super awkward and then finally she's like oh god thank you like and they yeah they just break it off it's not it's not uh, as romantic as Ted thought it was going to be with the slutty pumpkin. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah that's great. I don't remember Himium that well at all. Although I never finished it. I think I, I still needed to watch like the last season. Last season was terrible. Don't bother. Yeah, it was certainly. A, I mean, I know they had it planned out the whole time, but man, those first few seasons are. First few so seasons good. are good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. So good. But. All right, boys. Well, let's kick it off. Uh, at least two of us are drinking. Maybe a third. I can't tell. Ethan. Oh, he is. Which mm-hmm. is good. I'm oh. glad to see. Yep. Yep. I am. I'm not able to taste it as well as I would like, but I can taste it enough to enjoy it at least a little bit. What do you got? Uh, Treehouse. I have a few treehouses left that I didn't get to before I went to Europe. So um, not as good now because it's like, you know, a month and a half old or something like that. And also because my, you know, my taste is lacking a bit, but um, this is the uh, Curiosity Nine, which we got. Um, this was one that Matt had us get when when I went and picked up a bunch for us. Um, that's the, I believe that's the All Mosaic Brew. 
Is it all mosaic? Yeah, but but it was interesting because it didn't taste like most mosaic beer. Like I yeah. normally love mosaic beers. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like that one, which is kind of weird. Right, because you it, know I'm into mosaic. And yeah. I, I'm the first can that I had of this, I don't remember being super excited about it. Yeah. I know like and, and it's weird, like certain people, like I think my mom thinks mosaic beers taste like dishwater or sweaty socks. So <laughs> but, and that's so funny because to me it tastes like fruity and delicious but like you like not too sweet it's like perfect it's so yeah. good yeah basically other half if you're listening come on where's your next hot box yeah we've had mosaic week we've had citra week we what else we have new zealand week yeah there was some really good yeah oh yeah that's right they did the whole new zealand thing those were good yeah I, i'm pissed though because <clears throat> right like the day i was leaving is when they released their they did six collaborations with monkish oh that's right yeah, oh that's really cool like, oh fuck i'm leaving i want this like i had i had major beer fomo <laughs> and like i had i had conversations like like about like can i go down there and get it like but but then i would it would have just sat in my fridge for two weeks anyway right like i still wanted it it was it was, it was bad bad i wonder if they'll release any of those again or if it was just like a one-time thing some of them might be one-timers but like the jfk to lax that that's a perennial one Oh, it is okay. And that's like a, but the, the again the beer foam off him like it's really good, it's really good. I really wanted it. But <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. I got lucky yeah, today got? and got myself a heady topper. So or, I still have never tried it before. I got to do that. Wait, heady topper? Never had it. What the fuck? Yeah. So How, what? Okay. Well, then I'm I'm gonna mail you some. Okay. All right. Okay. I got I got two four packs today, so you're gonna get a couple cans. Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Colin, do you want a can? What is it? Like the the OG of hazy IPAs. It's like super this, famous. This is one of like the two or three that started it all, which is crazy because it doesn't taste like a like hazy IPAs taste today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little yeah, bit more bitter, but this it is probably just tastes. Yeah, uh, it probably was for the time. It was probably like yeah. way different than typical IPAs, right? But now it's like you know a pale. Pale comparison. Dude, your brother lives in Burlington. How have you never had it? Yeah, never had it. I don't know if he gets it that much. Um, I mean, and when I went and I visited him, we went to Foam. Yeah, which is good. Very yeah. Good. Um, but yeah. Well, I got a. I needed to send Colin a box anyway. So why? Uh, what? Why? Because I found something that I've been looking for for you. Uh, you're gonna be immense. Yeah, yeah tasty of course cake. he is. Yeah, of course I am. Tasty cakes. <laughs> Tasty cakes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not even beer. I'm more excited. Yeah, yeah. no, tasty cakes. <laughs> um, also now, so I finally on vacation start, started reading the Baseball 100. and I. Oh, I, good. I got your, uh, now I've read uh, Joe Posnanski's Tristy on uh, Treatise, Tristy, Treatise. How do you say it? His what? chapter on being a mensch. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, now now I feel even more honored. So thank you. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so unfortunately though, uh, since I'm sending you a can, Colin, Ethan's only going to get one can. But that's all right. Um, uh, one one can is enough. I I, I want to. Uh, I've just been wanting to try it for all these years and just never happened to be around one. So yeah. So this was canned uh, on the 12th of September. So it's we can oh, both nice. try it on the same pod episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. That'd be fun. Okay, sweet. I'll, I'll I'll throw some other stuff in that box. I'll just I gotta figure it out, but I'll throw something in there. Okay, make, make it worth your while. 
<laughs> Kyle, what do you got? Well, as you both know, I was in Syracuse past week, and I uh, took home some Crits Farms, the uh, the local oh. brewing and cider yeah. uh, company in, um, I think it's in Casanova. Yes, Casanova. Yeah, yeah, I love Casanova. Yeah, uh, this is called the 11 IPA. It's okay. Their cider's better, and that says a lot coming from me because I don't really like cider. So <laughs> I think they're known I mean, for their it, cider. It is an right? apple orchard. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for good, sure, cool, awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's cool. They they had a couple IPAs actually. They had a, a hazy. Uh, they had this one that I ended up getting, um, and I think they had like two or three other kind of beers too. Uh, just like right, like when you go and get the bags to go out to the apple orchards and, and get everything. Um, and they even can in the local grocery stores. Well, at least the one right down the street from the in-laws house. Um, so I, uh, I was, I, I don't, I, I don't know where they make the beer. Um, like if they have like a separate brewery or something like that, if, but if they're not making it there, there very well could be uh, someone like Myers Creek could be canning. Oh, it for right. Them. Yep. Yep. Because Meyer Creek has got a huge brewery operation and a lot of spare capacity. So, where's it, Meyer Creek out of? Uh, oh, that's also Casanova. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, right Ethan, if you're back there, I mean, it's it's the place is beautiful and enormous. It, yeah. It's um, Empire Brewing's former oh. outpost out there. Yeah. Okay. Empire expanded too quickly and then went under. And uh, was that the enough, issue? Was they were they expanded too fast? Okay. Yeah, t- expanded too fast. Took on too much debt had a, a really weird structure between the place downtown and the place out there, but it didn't work out. Yeah. It collapsed. Uh, and funny enough, it was um, the company out of DeWitt that built their aging tanks. There's a, there's actually a company in DeWitt that is building a lot of stainless steel tanks for brewing. And, wow. and actually they start, they got their start building tanks for like yogurt manufacturing. Um, they were one of the biggest secured creditors of that expansion so they 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 swooped in and bought the bought the place for a song and opened it up as Meyer Creek so um a positive a positive experience uh I'd say they're making pretty decent beer and it's a neat place out there and okay one time I visited it was packed to the gills so nice it was, it was cool yeah we we've, we've been one time since the makeover as well and it was still pretty heavy covid it was like june of last year yeah um and it was it was jammed uh, I can't remember. Is Kaz like right good. next to Chittenango? Yeah, Channel next town over. Okay, so yeah. that's a real that's a real Eagleton Pawnee situation. <laughs> yes, big time. Yes. Oh my god, that's 100%. like uh, it's like Auburn and Skinny Atlas. Same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Love that. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, you know, I was I was about to challenge that, but the more I think, like Auburn and Skinny Atlas, that that is a very good. Oh, Eagleton big time. Like, that's mm-hmm. a very good one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I spent a lot of time in Auburn when I was doing the musical theater work those summers. Mm-hmm. And then I've gone to Skinny Atlas a bunch of times because my parents used to like to do day trips there occasionally when I when I was a kid. And yeah, there's there's a definite, definite Eagles and Pawnee vibe there too, for sure. Yeah. Well, it sucks because uh, now, you know, back then, Prison City wasn't open in Auburn, but man, that would have been a great place for you to go. They make some really good hazy IPAs if you ever yeah, find yourself an office. Yeah. And you know, they might have their, I think the brew pub had opened at least the, the last time I was doing a show there, okay. but I think it was far enough away from the theater 
that we uh, that we didn't really go there. Um, yeah, well, it's the, like in the, the group downtown time, area. Yeah, it's a, it's a downtown. Oh, area. okay. Um, they have a bigger facility now, which I haven't been to yet, but it's 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 supposed to be really nice. Okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah. So, nice. I mean, I, I want to keep talking beer, but I also want to get into the big story of the week, and that is that Roger Federer retired. Dayton Moore got fired. At three and zero, Syracuse football is undefeated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, is the fourth ranked, fourteenth ranked Penn State Nittany Lions. Yeah, holy shit! Now, How yeah, is that this happening? Is, this is actually the great. Podcast, yeah, listen to the podcast. No, I really don't give a crap about Penn or Syracuse football, other than when I can use it to uh, give Colin a hard time. And the other, <laughs> the other logic I was going to go to was. Well, Purdue almost beat Penn State, and Syracuse beat Purdue, so that must be a good. There must be <laughs> no Penn State would wipe the floor of Syracuse, but it is interesting to to watch them actually start the season on the right the right foot. But, yeah. yeah, when was the last time they started three and zero? Do we know? Uh, I think it was Dino's first year. Oh, okay, so it hasn't been that long. This is when they went ten and two or whatever. Yeah, they're playing cupcakes season. though right now. That's the thing. I mean, Purdue isn't a cupcake, yeah. but you know, UConn is. Okay. So still it's cool though. You're supposed if you're a power five program, you're supposed to play the cupcakes. Like yeah. yeah. The funny thing about Purdue is like that kid at quarterback for Purdue between the Penn State and Syracuse games, I think he threw for like close to nine hundred yards. <laughs> they still Holy lost shit. both games. Oh wow. He, he's what the fifth of the sixth year senior or whatever. Like, <laughs> like he's he already married. The ball. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a message from a listener of the podcast, Lorraine Stoddard, Lorraine Pascarella, uh, who wanted us to uh, revisit the SU projections. Uh, that <laughs> so that was that was a great segue, Matt. You'd well, I know. will say, yeah, uh, Lorraine, I, my foot's in my mouth because I was bashing them. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm assuming we're going to beat Wagner. Um, suddenly the Virginia game looks a lot more winnable. And yeah. now it's pretty bad from what I know. Yeah. So we've got a, a you know, Syracuse has a really good shot at making a bowl game this year. So good for Dino. I like him and um, I hope he can continue the success to kind of the rag on him for a long time was that um, once it was his own players that he's recruited instead of the previous regime, was it Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett, Marone, you know, Schaefer, right? Those are the yeah. previous coaches. Once it was actually his recruits, they weren't performing well. So it's good to see that this year. I'm glad he's doing doing well. And they got they got top 25 votes for the first time in like five years. So yeah, holy shit! Wow. I think and I think that's like the thing people will. This season remains to be seen. Like maybe they'll rattle off 10 wins. You know, whatever mm. it is or whatever. But seven would be good. Like, but yeah. <laughs> but I think that's where like you know you can have a really good season like they had a, like what was it four years ago now. Um, but you can't – I don't know that you can, like, be as bad as they were in between that and, and expect to, like, keep your job this next cycle around. Yeah. Like, you got to you gotta compete at least a little bit in between. Just realize that, like, you're going to have these special senior classes because, like, you know, you're, you're not recruiting, like, the other program, the big programs out there. But you also can't, like, only win three games uh, two out of the, the next three seasons or something like that, you know? <laughs> Who um who was the guy? This is a long time ago now. This is when I was like still paying attention to college sports somewhat. He came from the NFL and he was like massively hyped up and SU was like so excited and it was a it was a total Robinson. bust. Yeah, Robinson. Was it Greg Robinson? Was that his name? Yep. 
How the well, fuck do I remember that? He so Greg, Greg Robinson. He he came from Texas. Oh, I yes. thought he came from the NFL. No, he came from Texas. Okay, yeah, and right. he National absolutely sucked. Yeah, I mean they were um, terrible for like three years. Just horrible. They were worse, like, right? They got way worse than they were. Yeah, he was a D coordinator at Texas, and then like he went on to be the D coordinator at Michigan, and that was terrible as well. Like yeah, yeah. like. He, so at Texas, yeah. he they were he he was maybe not part of the equation of success in in Texas. Then maybe. I mean he was driving a Cadillac at Texas. He was getting the best recruits and one of the biggest. Like, well, you would think he would be getting that at Michigan too. Mm. Michigan uh, hasn't recruited well in a long time. Really? I mean, they, I just I mean, assume they it's they such a legendary program. Yeah. They went to the playoff last year and they're ranked number four right now. But they have they didn't they haven't recruited like. Same with Texas. I mean, Texas yeah, hasn't Texas recruited, recruited well, well in a while. But yeah. You know, okay. but back then, they were, Texas was the, right. the one of the elites. Right. Yeah. Right. So, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good yeah. for you. Yeah. And, and I will, uh, the caveat is, yeah, I'm eating my words on the wind projection. And also, uh, I've been in Europe the past two weeks. I really haven't been following it. It was kind of one of those things that got back and went, oh. Huh. We're yeah, same. Good. Exactly. Yeah. And and Penn State is also three and oh, is that right? Yeah, but Penn yeah. State's okay, so a happy. little bit more of a little bit more of a uh challenge. We went down we went down to Auburn this yeah. past week and wiped the floor. Yeah, oh. even 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 if Auburn's having a bad week, they you guys won by a lot on the road in the SEC team. That, that's yeah, Auburn different. and Auburn's good. I mean, didn't they win the national title a few years ago? Twenty ten ish. Oh my god, really? That yeah, long they, ago? But, yeah, but I mean they they are a good program. They're they're yeah. definitely going through it right now. They their quarterback, one of them one of them just takes way too long to go through the progressions because I think we ended up having seven sacks. Uh, the other one can't throw the ball, <laughs> so oh, that's they, not great. They were they were kind of limited. <laughs> they they won the national champion. That was Cam Newton down there, right? Uh, yep. Newton I can't believe it was that long ago. Year. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. That that shows you my my college football. Uh, knowledge and timeline i thought i thought that was like five years ago (laughs) (laughs) well i think covid did that a lot too yeah that's true grounded out to first okay he's already got two doubles though today yeah yeah uh and it's hilarious bogarts is only at one hit and arises and in the lineup so okay man the triple crown would be cool double in the crowd like is so silent yeah (laughs) we want to see the homer (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh-huh Ooh, ooh, okay so this is uh, all right so i listened to the podcast like i said i was going to at the end of the podcast the last time we recorded because we started talking about some things that we said we would talk about this time and i want to give the listeners you know what they want i don't remember this at all they want it. They want to know that we we pay attention. Uh, <laughs> we follow one through. Things, one of the things uh, <clears throat> is we made predictions on Judgy. At yes. the time, Aaron Judge had fifty-one home runs. He has hit nine home runs <laughs> since then. In like what um, three weeks? I guess right. <laughs> uh, two and a half. Two and a half weeks. Okay. Yeah, or maybe two actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Probably just well, two. The last time. Things. Last time we did the pod would have been August thirty-first, right? Mm, it was probably yeah it was probably wednesday of yeah or like around then so yeah that i mean that was yep. three weeks ago oh wow three weeks okay yeah that was yeah. three weeks ago yeah well he's hit nine home runs so, uh, but still yeah you, very good both of you were uh on the lower end of the prediction 61 62 63 i think i thought i said 63 yeah i thought i said yeah. 65 i said 65 i thought me and matt both said 63 yeah okay. you you, okay. you were both definitely on the lower end 
Uh, I'd said 65. I mean, I think he's got a chance of like 68. Yeah, he does. If he keeps hitting the way he's hitting, I mean, and because isn't the season going a little bit later this year too, because of the, still, the, the, the delayed the first start? weekend, October second is the last game. October second. Uh, no, it's a little bit later than that. Because yeah, it's the the last series on the schedule this year was supposed to be the first series actually, so they moved it. No, they didn't. I, we've already talked about this. Yeah, and you're wrong. So if you want to get those tasty cakes, I'll send you the article. <laughs> they, so. they, they made it there. It's a doubleheader. No, they did no. not add any days two on to the regular season. There was two series. Yes, the Astros series. And the Rangers and, series. And the Rangers series. Yes. If yes. only we had a way to look at the schedule. Uh, I found the article, and, and I'll tell out. you, Colin, So. <laughs> If only there was some sort of technological achievement that would allow us to look at this thing on demand. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Matt, and then I will. No, hold on, hold on. I want the silence while Matt is looking. This is the real. This is the real top-notch podcast content that everybody oh, wait, wants. Wait, while Matt's doing that, I want to read you guys. Did you guys see the quote last night that Judge? So. Jeff Fasson, the the great sports writer for ESPN. I don't say that a lot, a lot about ESPN people these days. Yeah, um, yeah, he's good. So when Ruth hit his 60th home run, the babe said 60. Count him 60. Let's see some other son of a bitch match that. Babe said that? <laughs> babe said that. Yeah. Oh, man, hilarious. When right, Judge, right. Hit his, Judge hit his 60th last night, and he said, to get a chance to play baseball at Yankee Stadium, packed house, first place team, that's what you dream about. Oh, like Derek Jeter. Yeah, said that. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. You ready for the SmackDown? Under yes, the revised Matt. schedule. Yes, Matt. Which Go features ahead. the scheduled dates for the first two series, 91 contests. The regular season has been extended by three days with the final day of the season now scheduled for Wednesday, October 5th. Each club's <clears throat> originally scheduled opening series will largely now take place during the additional three days. While the remainder of the rescheduled games will take place throughout the, re- the season. Okay. So they Boom. Are- wait, 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 ready? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, there it is. I was wondering. Okay. Matt oh. just uh, dropped his microphone and, and lost the title of Mensch Matt. So that's right. Exactly. This no, is the no, valid no. dick right here. This is valid dick. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing with Matt. You know, it's either the, Mensch the Matt, Matt Mensch Uber Mensch, or valid dick. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you get that box with the tasty cakes in it, the Mensch Matt's back. <laughs> Ethan, you want a box of tasty cakes? Don't threaten me like that. Man. No, no. Come you on. you send them to Kyle. Send them to Kyle. Okay. Um, so. Uh, they were. I found them at Target, Colin, and the, they're close to their expiration date. I mean, do those things really expire? No. no. So just just eat them quickly. <laughs> I I put them in the freezer anyway. Okay, so. I was, but but don't let don't let Toddy or Stella eat them because like Toddy won't eat them. Have don't. Timmy smoke you up and eat a whole box in one sitting. Yeah, that that is the real way to do I, it. I, I'm I also I may do like a Heineken holiday five pack thing. I may eat one myself. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to do, Matt. Whatever yeah. you want to do. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was just making a joke, you know, for Tati because you know, you know her 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 current medical situation. 
you know, we're allowed to talk should. about this, aren't we? We talked about it on the pod already. That's why I got quiet. About yeah, we talked about it on the pod months okay. ago, so didn't we? Since she's, yeah. since she's pregnant, she's she preggers. Should be a tasty cake. Yeah, she's a fucking walking beach ball yeah. over there. Not, not. Yeah. Never mind the fact that she's super healthy and wouldn't eat them anyway. But yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what I was getting at. Matt, so. you will, you will be getting the angry text tomorrow morning saying, "I won't eat that crap. That, those tasty cakes are disgusting." <laughs> I mean, they are. No, no, no. I'll, I'll mentify myself right now. I know they're disgusting. That's why they're they're just for Colin, Toddy. If you want something in the box. Text me tomorrow morning. I'll send you something too. What are your what are your what are your prego cravings? I will do my best. Matt will send you some uh, all natural cocoa covered chia seeds. Yeah, uh, or, I mean, I got I got candy from Europe. I can send you. Um, I got I got some little bottles of booze. I can send you for post post pregnancy. You know, I got you you name it. It's in the box. <laughs> Mench Matt is returning. There it is. <laughs> anyway. All right. Sweet. So another topic that we need to discuss. We have two other topics. You can choose. One of you can choose which one we go with first. Okay. First topic I have listed is worst losses in our sports fandom history. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yep. Who and brought that up? Who was the one who... Somebody, somebody mentioned the Michigan game. I thought somebody sent that in to us as a question. Was it Greg or Dan or something? No, no. no? Some, somehow we, we were talking about college football at the end. One of we you just thought about worst losses. Game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's one thing. What's the other thing? Uh, <laughs> this is kind of ironic that we talked about it because I'm pretty sure like right after, like the day after Otani started to go on a tear and like obviously right now there are a lot of Otani people that are like he's the MVP he's gonna win the MVP but we're gonna talk about has the shine worn off of Shohei Otani <laughs> okay yeah I want well I want to get to both of these things um Let, let's what, go with Otani first because Ethan you should reference you should reference that article you sent out oh yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. that was amazing right so so here's the thing I mean I understand the pro Otani argument. Oh, um, excuse me, the the pro Tani, the pro Tani argument. Exactly, I understand it because, as we have talked about a little bit on the pod, maybe maybe not as much as we should have. He is like he's a unicorn in baseball history. Um, he's doing stuff that nobody has ever done. You know, people want to talk about Babe Ruth and everything like that, but. You know, and I've talked about this for sure on the pod, and I know you guys like generally agree with me. You know, I love baseball history as much as anybody. Um, but this whole the whole thing that baseball fans love to do of of the 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 level of reverence that baseball fans have for people like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and Ted Williams and Ty Cobb, like it's cool because like the history of the game is really awesome. Don't get me wrong, but these people refuse to acknowledge oftentimes, I think some people do, but I think a lot of times people refuse to acknowledge that the game back then is, is practically unrecognizable to the game now. I mean, yeah, the rules were the same, same number of players, like same basic, you know, functions and everything like that. But we're talking about, and we've talked about this, pre-integration we're talking about just two leagues just winning a pennant race no divisions no nothing yeah, no no you, you, you remember back then there was you know greaseball jim who could throw a lopsided darkened yeah. baseball with some spit on it exactly you know? yeah though so, yeah pitchers were throwing yeah, all sorts of junk 
and they wouldn't change the ball. There were there were games played with lopsided balls because they wouldn't change the balls. They out. wouldn't change the ball exactly, yeah. right? So and they Jim would use that. Yeah, and what was the furthest west that those that they were going? Saint like Louis? Chicago, St. Louis. Louis. Like yeah. they didn't fly, they didn't go west. Um, so so the game is just was just so 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 different, right? And and the level of skill and athletic ability now is i i think by any objective measure right like by far the highest it's ever been right um so all of this is to say that what shohei otani is doing is like mind-blowingly incredible um people people are not supposed to be able to do both of those things at a really really high level baseball players generally speaking when they get really good whether that means in college or getting drafted out of high school whatever they pick a thing right they're either going to be a hitter and a fielder or they're going to be a pitcher and they're not going to do both. Otani miraculously is really fucking good at both. And I think that we might end up seeing more of that uh, throughout the rest of our lives. I think we'll probably see a couple of other people doing it now. Um, but the fact remains that he's the first one in, in the modern era when athletes are, when baseball players are by far the best they've ever been. What he is doing is absolutely incredible. So <clears throat> All of this is to say, I understand the Protani arguments. However, people who are much smarter than me and much better at math and statistics and analytics have come up with really, really wonderful formulas to evaluate players and to evaluate the, uh, uh, the value that they are bringing to their team. And by every measure, Judge has been a lot better than Otani. Even when you combine his pitching and his hitting prowess, Judge has still been worth more, period, done. So the argument just, eh, it just doesn't work in this case, in my opinion. Yeah, what, what Otani is doing is amazing, but even though Judge is not also a pitcher, what he has done is just straight up, he's just been better. He's been more valuable. He's been that fucking good. Um, now, should I talk about the article quick, or do you guys want to chime in first? No, no, go right to the article. You're on okay. roll. Okay. Yes. Well, that's why I've been babbling nonstop. I was going to give the listeners a chance to hear another voice. Okay. Really? I'll try to do the reader's digest version. So I sent an article to the guys today and there was an article out that's, that is positing that Aaron judge is having one of the greatest offensive seasons of all time and maybe the greatest offensive season of all time. And one of the numbers that we can use to look at this is OPS plus, which um, it adjusts for era and for parks and what it does is it, it's on base plus slugging and it shows you what a player is doing in a given season based on their era, based on the ballpark they're in compared to league average, right? So 100 is the league average. If your OPS plus is 100, you're an average player for that year, right? Um, if you're 150, that's like excellent, right? If you're 170, 180, that's fucking amazing. If you're 200, that's unbelievable. You are that's, twice as good as the average player. You're twice as good as the average player, and that's like historical levels. 200 OPS plus is an extremely rare thing. Aaron Judge is at like a 208 or something. Two, now, 212, I think. Is he? Okay. Now, what's really amazing about this, and we've, we've talked about this before, you look at Barry Bonds from 2001 to 2004, and his numbers are higher, but we also know that he broke baseball, and it's really weird, and it's hard to know what to think of those four years. Uh, Mark McGuire was also on the list and everybody else was from early days of baseball when the game was just so much different. The level of play was so much lower um, pre-integration, everything we were talking about before. Right. So when you take all of that into account 
And if you want to sort of um, put a big old asterisk on Barry Bonds's years and on Mark McGuire, which I do, I, I think I think you know it happened. It is what it is. But I think we I think it's fair to put a big old asterisk on those years and realize it's not natural. Barry Bonds to have done what he did from ages thirty six to thirty nine is is not natural. It's it didn't happen in the rest of the history of baseball. And as good as he was. Uh, that's 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 kind of fucked up, and I think we put a big asterisk there. So, with all of that said, you could say that what Aaron Judge is doing is like the best offensive season in history. Because forget about everybody before 1969, right? Before the divisional era, the game was so much different back then. Like, I don't give a fuck about like. Don't get me wrong, Ted Williams was amazing, but the competition that he was facing was nothing compared to what what today is, right? Um, and then for McGuire and Bonds, right, we, we think about the steroid era and everything like that and how, uh, how troubling it is that, that 35-year-olds and that 38-year-olds were, were, were doing what they did, right, and how, how it just doesn't make sense based on everything we know about professional athletes, right? So if you take all of that into account, Aaron Judge is in a, he's in a league of his own in terms of what he's doing this year. Um, and it's, and it's just incredible. Now, some people might look and they might say, oh, he's only batting 316 right now. When Miguel Cabrera won the triple crown in 2012, he hit 330. The following year, he did not win the triple crown, but he hit 344. You know, Albert Pujols, his, his average was 328 from 2001 to 2011. That was his average for all of those years. Judge is only hitting 316. But the point is we are comparing people to 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 the rest of the league in that season. Yeah, well, and that's what OPS plus. And that's what OPS plus is accounting for, right? Yeah. And so even like in the case of batting average, and we know I don't care about that, but I know there are a lot of people who would look at that and you might think, oh, Judge is only hitting 316, 317, whatever. That's not that good. It's um, still the best. It's the best in the major leagues right now. Like and, it's and fucking AL. amazing. And in the, the AL. In the AL, who's uh, is NL? Who's how higher? Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. Sorry, best in the AL right now. So it doesn't matter like necessarily what it is, you know, because the league hits at different levels at different times, right? Like we know that power numbers are way down right now. They're the lowest they've been since like 2014. I think I just read. Uh, I think Joe Paz was talking about it. So the fact that Judge is hitting that and leading the American League, even if you look at that average and you're like, oh, that's kind of low. No, actually, like for this season, the way hitters are hitting, it's fucking amazing. And we've talked about this before, too. He's at 60 home runs. Who is, who is second in the whole major leagues? Like Schwarber's at 40. And, Schwarber's and at 40. That's my takeaway from this year is that yeah, this that's is a incredible. year where they're using a, a deader ball. It's not the juice ball from years past. Yeah. And yet he is still smacking the shit out of it. Yeah. Like, Judge is 20 homers ahead of the second place guy. We should do this on another episode. We should look and see what other seasons there are in history where where the number one, where the home run leader was 20 homers ahead of the second place guy. Because I don't know ever. how often that has they, happened. They, they mentioned Ruth. it last night. Hardly ever. Hardly um, ever. Ruth. And yeah. Yeah. Ruth. Yeah. Of, the yeah. other thing, the other thing, which Labor. is amazing, which I, I, I got. Yeah. Who? Glaber just hit one. Oh, good. Um, I, I lost myself on baseball savant a little bit this afternoon. <laughs> um, if Judge was playing, because because Yankee Stadium is is not great for right-handed hitters. No, it's like average. I think it's average. Yeah, and it's it's not great for doubles either for right-handed hitters. So it plays fairly neutral. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if Judge was in 
and, and I, I love this baseball savant comparison. If judges in Coors Field, you know, in, in Colorado or in Cincinnati, he'd be at 67 home runs right now. Oh my god! Based wow. On the analysis, uh, which I just laugh. So like, holy shit, that'd be great. But yeah, um, incredible. Yeah. But I just, that article from today just put everything into perspective, I thought, so well. And just just this idea of, of sort of realizing what he is doing compared to the rest of the league and how in many ways, when evaluating anybody's season, that's like, a, I think, uh, something that sometimes gets lost and is really, really valuable. Like, we just think of like, oh, 350 is an amazing batting average. Yeah, but if it's like 1930 when, you know, a million people are hitting above 350 and a lot of people are hitting like 370 and 380, it's not that impressive, right? Yeah. But um, compared to his peers now, when it's the best, yeah. Yeah, so it's the amazing. The thing I, I was looking at today, um, shit, I just lost my train of thought. This is scary. That's right. You want me to babble some more before yeah, while it, more it'll, it'll come back. It'll come back. I just want to, I just want to say, so like, we're looking at a year. I mean, this is a truly historic year. And what's crazy is like, we knew judge was playing really, really well, but I, for most of the season, I was taking it for granted. I wasn't really, I wasn't truly realizing it. And we are seeing like a truly historic season. He might have an 11 war season. That's like a very realistic possibility. Um, and God, I think Joe Paz wrote about it. I can't remember. Suffice to say, 11 war seasons are insanely rare. And since the divisional era, since 1969, or, I mean, I mean, it's basically like Bonds. And I think uh, I think Mookie Betts did it once. Mookie was like a 10.8 or 11, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it depends on whether you're talking baseball reference or fan graphs. But yeah. regardless, it's insanely rare, and especially in the modern era when, when as we know, competition is is way way better and everything. And again, there's the Bonds years, but but we know what we what we think about that. So he has a legit chance at that. I mean, this is just an this is the type of season like we are going to be talking about this season for the rest of our lives, you know. Um, and it's a contract year, so so good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Good so, for him. So yeah. I remember what I was looking up because I benchmarked yeah. against Trout. Um, so I, I pulled Trout stats. Um, Mike Trout has never had a 200 plus, 200 or greater OPS plus season. Yeah. Now he's had a lot of really good, like 160 or 180, you know, OPS plus. So, but I wanted to see if if Mike yeah. Trout, who you know we all consider probably the best, the best baseball player that will ever be while we're alive. Um, Probably um, him and bonds basically. So, so that that's kind of part of the exceptionalness of this season for judge. The other thing though, I did compare though. um, I think I should bring it up, but I'm just going to quote from memory uh, for judges for his 162 game average is I think at like 8.6 or 8.8 war. Trouty's at like 9.6, I think. Not 9.2 <laughs> or 9.4 is what it was. So that was where I was like, oh shit. Well, still, yeah. like, wow. like, Trout's the other thing is Trout's played a lot longer in the majors than Judge has. So that's yeah. that was still my oh shit, Trout's still Yeah, like, no, Trouty is that fucking good. Yeah. He's he's just he came up as a 20-year-old. And yeah, you look at the 162 game average. Obviously, in the last few years, injuries have have been depriving all of us of of his skills which is really really tragic but i mean god yeah to but average to, like, like that much i mean god crazy don't you wish like i get him signing that deal with the angels but man the yankees would have given him that deal oh yeah 
Yep, but he's happy. He's clearly happy. He likes, I think he he must like playing out there. He, I assume he lives in California. He he must just be happy, right? He They offered him that 12-year deal or whatever, and he fucking took it, so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. It'll be interesting, though, to see what the, because they're reportedly going to be up for sale, and mm-hmm. what direction they end up going yeah. as a result oh, of that. And, you know? and, yeah, and, um, um, Sorry, and that made me think of also with Judgy. We haven't really talked about this, but before we do, Kyle, was there more about the Angels that you wanted to say other than just that'll be interesting to see? All, all I was going to say is I'll answer the actual question uh, that I had asked before Ethan went on his 15-minute. Yeah, ramble. sorry. What was the actual uh, question? <laughs> the shine, in my opinion, has one oh, yeah, yeah. on Otani, and that's only because the Angels are absolutely horrendous. Uh, Otani yeah. will not be an Angel possibly beginning next season but at the very latest uh the season after that and then i think there'll be some uh excitement that will build up again like it was last season or even you know points this season maybe maybe right now because i think there's a lot of writers out there trying to build a case for otani um but overall i feel like the the shine piece it's definitely worn off and it's simply because the angels are a laughing stock. Yeah, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. And also I think that uh after we're done recording, you should go and find the timestamp for whenever it was that I started talking and didn't stop. And then and then find when I find when I did finally stop and just put it in the blurb. Just give the audience a warning. Say, "Listen, Ethan got out of hand tonight." And from like 32, 46 to 47, 18, he talked incessantly. Nobody else said a word. So no. if you want to, if you want to skip that, skip, skip those, skip that, those, that timestamp. As someone who stoked that fire tonight, I'm going to say no, it was perfect. <laughs> you thought it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Also, so Bogarts ended two for four tonight. He's batting 317. Okay. okay. So Judge is also two for four, batting 317 right now. Okay. okay. And we've got so so okay, so um, we were talking and, about when the season I just, I just want to let you guys know uh there's two on, nobody out, bottom of the eighth inning, uh the number six batter, I think, is at the plate. So gotta get three four more batters and judge gets one more at bat tonight. Okay, all right, sweet. Yeah. Um so wait, so how many okay, so we're eighty nine and fifty eight. So there are there's like fifteen more games. Or I guess 14, Perfect. not including tonight. Um, damn, okay, in 14 games. So that's a lot of time in terms of the batting average. Um, like, that that could change a lot. Like, you yeah. know, if Bogarts or Arias gets super hot, like, that's that, you know what I mean? Or if Judge does, right? Or if one of them slumps. Like, 14 games is plenty of time for that to change a lot. And also, you know, the way he's been hitting, 14 games is a lot in terms of the homers. I mean, fuck, he... We could be looking at like I think I think you're right, Kyle. Sixty-seven, sixty-eight does not seem unreasonable to me. Yeah. It'd so cool. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Very cool. <clears throat> um, also, it's not just Goldschmidt who's batting higher than him. It's Freddie Freeman. Okay. Freeman's Freddie. batting three thirty. Goldschmidt's batting three twenty-two. Then there's Judge in Bogarts. So it's uh. still pretty. Freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's never been a triple crown winner with 60 home runs. So, yeah, yeah. like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, okay, yeah, Judge only has 25 doubles, but he has 60 fucking home runs. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Just amazing. It sucks because like going to have 400 total bases, or which close. also is a super rare thing. I remember yeah. reading about that. Yeah. 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 What sucks though, is like, I think the steroid era kind of like ruined it for us. And I know we've talked about this before, like this idea of 60 homers, right? In all of baseball history, it happened twice. We've talked about this Ruth and Maris. And then all of a sudden from 1998 to 2001, it happens a shit ton of times, right? McGuire does it twice. Sosa does it fucking three times. Bonds hits 73. Like it ruins it for us. It, it kind of, you know, we're talking about the shine of Otani. The shine of 60 home runs got ruined from those from those four years. And so like for me, intellectually, I understand how incredible of a year this is for Judge, but it doesn't feel as cool. It doesn't feel as exciting because of 98 to 01. And that like, that really bums me out. That really pisses yeah. me off. Base hit. Uh, Moving along, nice. baby. I hope they don't walk him. Oh, I know. God, that would be that would be so shitty for the fans. I that would be really. I mean, they're, they're up eight two right now. Like, the, and the pirates are terrible. But get, yeah, the pirates are terrible. Just give the fans what they want to see. It's yeah. it's fun. They're watching history. Pitch to him. Yeah, that, he's not just get banging up. on the on the railing right now. He that's wants gonna require it. Bader, Falefa, and Trevino to get on like. Hey, Bader uh, went like two for four yesterday. It's yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he, 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 did you watch his at bats? I saw one, I think. Yeah, I mean, one was because the infield was in, and the other was just luck. Yeah, well, I'm excited because he's leading all major league outfielders in defensive runs saved since 2018. So even if he is like a, a no hit guy, if he can be the best outfielder in the major leagues for the next three or four seasons, I will fucking love him. Yeah, well, and that's that was interesting because. Um, Judge playing center field this year a lot has just left him as like a replacement level. Yeah, like defensive defensive player. Which yeah, is, which like is he's crazy you know he, you know he, he's still he's impressive. Yeah, yeah, for his size, it's impressive um, that he can play center field even at a average level. But I mean, it is funny because again, looking at baseball savant, he is he's the fiftieth percentile for speed now, so he has gotten a little bit slower. He is perfectly average for speed. He doesn't jump very well, but I get he's just he's, he doesn't have to because he's a monster. Yeah, <clears throat> that <clears throat> and that actually reminds me one thing. I we don't need to necessarily go down the rabbit hole here, and we've got lots of time to get into this. But um, it, you know, after the season is over, <clears throat> but I'm wondering now about about Judgey and free agency because at this point, I think we can all agree, even though he's he's 30 now, right? Yep. And even though big contracts at the age of 30 are like guaranteed disasters. We know that after this season, he's going to get a mammoth contract and we know the Yankees have to, they must, they must keep him. It's like a requirement. If they, if they let judge go to a different team, they will lose like thousands and thousands of fans. It will, it will just change. It will change everything for New York Yankees culture. They got to keep him. But that said, I have a feeling, and, and I mean, this is just totally me just thinking about things, just knowing what very little I do. Steve Cohen of the New York Mets, <laughs> I got to imagine that he is going to throw some fat fucking contract at Judge, and maybe somebody else will too, just to help drive the price up and make the Yankees pay more. So what I'm wondering is, like, what at this point after the year he is having, like, what do we think is a, is like a feasible contract for him? Like, I could honestly see, like, 10 years, 500 million. 
or like was, seven years, gonna, 400 million. I was, I was about to say seven years, 50 million a season. So, yeah. So um, what would that seven years, 350? Yeah. 350. Yeah. I could see that. I, I think that that is legitimately in play right now. Yeah. Or yeah. eight, eight, 400, you know? Yeah. Like, um, which is nuts. It's, oh, it's crazy. That, but after that, this season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. imagine, cause for Cohen, like imagine for Cohen, we know that he's a billionaire. We know that he like legit loves baseball and is like happy to spend a ton of money on the Mets and stuff, which is I think great for the game. Like the Mets yep. are good this That's year; they're good. better than the Yankees. It's awesome. Yeah, the, the um, Scherzer signing alone is like yeah, great. Fucking, yeah, yeah, super cool. So you gotta imagine that Cohen is thinking to himself. Man, I got unlimited money. If I can get Judge, that would be like the coup of the fucking century, you know? Um, so I don't know. I see that happening, and poor Hal Steinbrenner is just gonna have to is gonna have to beat whatever Steve Cohen does. Because if because if Judge Hal Steinbrenner, yeah, poor Hal Steinbrenner. Because if Judge leaves in free agency and goes to the fucking Mets, can you imagine? Oh my god. Well, so that was I. Um... I think it was like fan sided had an article essentially talking about how bad the Yankees look now for their one day before the season started press conference where they said, we offered judge a seven year, 200 and whatever million dollar contract. And he I said, no. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying it, though, they look very bad now. Yeah. Um, because he could have gotten hurt on day one. And but, 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 like, but the point of the article was, true. Maybe they could have gotten him for fifty million more then, but now, yeah, now it's going to cost him a hundred or a hundred fifty or two hundred million more. Yeah, exactly. Um, so again, well, they thought they were being shrewd back then. It, it may be a very big mistake now. Yep. Yeah, I think that's right. But I'm happy for Judge. Get that fucking yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. Bader just had a base hit. Hey, there we go. Oh, uh, look at that. Matt. Good. He's, he's my new boy. You guys know I love center field, and I love center fielders. Double. And, uh, yeah, I but love I it. I hope he hits well for us because uh, that would be huge, even if he's yeah, average. Worse than Hicks. Yeah, because people are yeah. so salty about, about losing Monty, which I get. But but if Bader if Bader can play that kind of defense in the next couple of – how, how long do we have him under contract? Through next year? I think it's I think it's at least through next year. In any case, oh but, yeah, fuck Hicks. We didn't talk about that. So, so you you brought the magic word though, Hicks. So <laughs> his little pouty boy bullshit rant to the media, like, uh, you know, I guess if I'm not in the lineup, I'm not in the lineup. You know, I, you know, I just need to play more to get like. No, this is the second most at bats you've ever gotten in a season, Aaron. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a bullshit. Is playing you. Yeah, you just you fucking suck. Yeah, like. So don't give me this. Oh well, Joey Gallo, you know his manager believed in him. No, no, yes. Gallo still sucks there. Yeah, too. Gallo still sucks. Like he's been a little bit better with the Dodgers, but he still sucks. Yeah, so, I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you mentioned. Yeah. So Hicks, you don't get it. Like you're gone. I, I, yeah. I like this. This. Well, if I'm in the lineup, I'm in the lineup. Like no, you're not in the lineup because you've been. You've yeah, been you've been the fucking worst horrible. Value player in the league this year. And I don't, I don't think it's a big deal if the Yankees eat your thirty million and cut you. No, thirty million is nothing in twenty twenty two baseball. Yeah. Cut him, trade him, whatever. I mean, he is worth one point one WAR, which which means his his defense must have must be okay this year. He walks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, he has does he still though? like this year. Does. does he? 
Yeah, yeah. But I mean, actually, you know what? His defense months. isn't even worth that much. So I think his yeah. defense has been horrendous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is he is in the positives, at least in terms of baseball reference defensive war. But yeah, he does walk a lot. Like he's hitting 216, but his on base is 327. So 327 as an on base sucks. But the fact that his on base is 110 points higher than his batting average. Yeah, he walks a lot. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, he's been he's been fucking horrible. And I, I totally agree, Matt, like. Um, really tone deaf for him to be saying what he was saying. Like, yeah, his second most played appearances of his whole career. Playing playing time is playing time is not the problem here. Like you 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 just you just suck now, and yeah. and it is what it is. It's, it's sad, but it is what it is. What do you do? <clears throat> Doubles, and now they're gonna intentionally walk Judge. No, are they? Wait, how, what? Who's on base? What's the situation? Trevino just doubled eleven to two Yankees. Bottom of the eighth. Judge is standing in the on deck circle getting a pep talk from Bader, who just yeah. scored. Yeah, they're gonna walking intentionally to walk plate. him. Walking up to the plate. This is the content everybody wants. They want us live live <laughs> uh live tweeting, basically. Aaron Judge at bats. He's gonna hit, looks like. Yeah, is who's up? IKF? No, no, Judge is up. Oh, judge judge is, is up now. Okay, because yeah, the MLB yeah. app said IKF. I thought I, I thought a judge was still on deck. Are they intentionally AKF's walking him? Eighth. That was before. Oh, Trevino. Oh, so the MLB app is way behind. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just got it up. All right. Come on. Let's go, baby. Wait, they're not walking him? No. Wow. Everyone's Thank you. standing. Thank you, Pirates, for like actually being <laughs> being cool to the I fans. Mean, you're down 11 to what does walking him actually accomplish? Yeah. yeah, and and might as well. Yeah, give the fans some. Give the fans a treat. Yeah, let them let them watch. Let them watch Judge. All right, I'm pulling it up too. I think now we should all be silent while we watch Aaron Judge's at bat. It's two zero. This is great content. Yeah, <laughs> I'm nervous. If he hits it out, <sighs> I mean, I missed sixty. We talked. Yeah, about same. It. Yeah, I was so fucking pissed. I, I went to bed at like nine thirty last night. I'm so angry. Yeah. Oh uh, come on, that looked like a strike. <laughs> the, no, the crowd is so pissed. It's three and zero. The crowd is furious because they they think he's pitching around him. I mean, he is. Yeah, without really? doing an actual intentional walk. Yeah. Come on, come on. Not walk. a four pitch walk, please. Oh, uh, boo. Uh, Matt's ahead of us. Is he? Yeah, oh, close. Oh, oh, the crowd hates it. He should have swung. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious they are booing like crazy <laughs> i get it i'd be doing the same thing if i was there now he's out of the game oh funny wow are they going to boston or is boston coming boston's coming home okay so they're still at home okay damn all right uh, well i thought we were going to be able to Call the sixty-first home run. I want to call it live on pod. Not going to happen. He's okay. So what's he going to be at next week when we record? You know, that's the Uh, question. Are we going to Are we going to record on Wednesday? Uh, I think so. Unless unless one of you guys needs to uh, switch. No, no. I'm I'm just I'm just trying to. So yeah, I think they play every day. I'm thinking sixty-four too, Matt. That's what I was going to say. Sixty-four is what you posted. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go red hot 67. 
Okay. Ooh. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. You think he's going to hit seven home runs this week? Red hot. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all I'll say. It's been incredible to watch, though. Like, every, I feel like pretty much every morning I wake up and I have like a notification from the MLB app being like, Judge Homer again. And then I look at it and it's like, he makes it look so fucking easy. Like, I watch the highlight and I'm like, how is this happening so much? And especially, you know, we're talking about, we mentioned earlier how he's 20 homers ahead of the second place guy. Like, it's not that easy this year. No. Yeah. But like, you look at him and, and he just like, he swings and it just looks like barely anything. And then boom, it's a fucking majestic <laughs> moonshot. Like, God, it's just yeah. incredible. I'm going to miss him when he's with the Mets next year. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to become a Mets fan. I love Max Scherzer. I love Judgy. Fuck. I'll become a Mets fan. (laughs) All right, boys. Well, I think this was a good one. We never got to. We will next week. We will update everyone on the Judge Saga. And we will talk about the worst losses. Oh, yes. It's my fault. I babbled for so long. It's my fault. (laughs) I apologize to all the fans. (laughs) Any shout outs before we go? Nope. Nope. Wow. Okay. Lame no. Shout out to the guy. Usual. Shout out to the kid that that caught the 60th home run ball. Oh yeah, that was cool. Gave it yeah. back to Judge and said he thought Judge deserved it because it was his accomplishment. Yeah. Didn't keep it to sell it. You know, make a half million bucks. Nope. Got his photo op. Got to meet Judge and said, "Here you go, bud." Yeah, that was cool. Shout out to him. Yeah. Great shout out. And uh, shout out to Albert Pujols, who is gonna uh, get to 700 home runs. Yeah, yep. which is really, which is really cool. Fucking yep. yes, beating the shit out of left-handed pitching. Yep, still can't hit righties. It's so weird, but but, but he's he... on steroids, according to Barstool. I know. Glaber, <laughs> yeah, Glaber he's he's he, Joe, Joe Paz said it wow. said it well though. Glaber did. Joe Paz said it well though. Pujols must be on the, that very specific steroid, the the lefty pitcher steroid, <laughs> yeah. where where you just hit, you hit lefty pitchers really well, but that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. God, people are so fucking dumb. All right, right, boys. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. We are. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready our foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com